Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Today's Friday, March 6th, 2020. And as usual, we're going to be talking about some things that you won't hear anywhere else. And probably in 100 years when somebody listens to this podcast, it'll be commonplace. And they'll be like, wow, they were talking about that on Superhuman Radio 100 years ago. That's right. We have to thank our title sponsor, Legendary Foods, the makers of the Tasty Pastry. The Tasty Pastry is a Pop-Tart 2.0. Uh, less than one gram of sugar, nine grams of high-quality protein, uh, less than three to four in- impact carbs. Tastes amazing. Buy them for the kids. Go to eatlegendary.com. Really, they're making more right now, and they're going to get a shipment. Go to Superhuman Radio and click the Tasty Pastry banner ad and get your name on that list because those are the only people that are going to be getting product here. Uh, they can't make them fast enough. That's how delicious they are. So my guest today is none other than Dr. Elizabeth Yerth, and she's been on the show before, but it's usually been an episode of the pep talk, and we're doing something different today. This is kind of continuing education. How are you doing, Dr. Yerth? I'm great, Carl. So um, you have some really exciting news, and before we talk about it, I want to say that right now there's a bunch of people out there who are positioning themselves to understand how to help you live longer. And the truth of the matter is, A, they haven't lived longer. Most of them are younger than me. Uh, I love that when 30-year-olds want to tell me about anti-aging. <laughs> Get to 60 and then tell me about it. Um, the other thing is, uh, they only want to talk about sexy new stuff. Telomeres. Well, we know that telomeres are not a good indicator of longevity at all. They, that, that ship has sailed. And every time we come around with something new, once we dig into it, we find out, hey, it, it didn't work out the way we thought it would. But you have something really new to talk about. And the reason it's new is because it's really quite old, isn't it? <laughs> I think exactly. One of, our, one of our frustrations in medicine has been that people walk in every year to their doctor and they get this lab work that is filled with valuable information that their doctor really knows nothing about. And over the past couple of years, through a lot of research done um, out of Yale uh, and out of Stanford in the anti-aging field, we've learned that there's right there in those labs that you get with your complete blood count and your metabolic panel is a slew of information that very highly correlates with how you are aging. So there's what's called the chronologic age, which is how old you are and your biologic age, which is how old really your cells are or your body is. And that's really what we care about, right? Chronologic age doesn't matter to you and I, Carl. What matters is how old our bodies are because that ultimately is going to be the, the game of our health span, how long we live healthily. We're, we're less concerned about lifespan, although lifespan probably is going to correlate as well. We're concerned about how long we're going to be living in this nice, healthy age. So what we really... and. and so over the past couple of years, we've learned that there's all, there's all this information, and yet the patients go, yeah, my labs are fine. And I go back to them, I say, well, actually, let's look at your labs. Are they fine or are they not? 
So we, we were really, really excited to actually start teaching people how to understand this. Well, and so let's talk about physicians today. And I'm not, I'm not trying to slam physicians today because they, they, they have so much to juggle. I wouldn't want to be a physician today, seriously. Police officer and physician, those two jobs, thank <laughs> God there are people that want to do those things. So most doctors look at your labs, and unless they see an H or an L, they don't even really read the labs. And let's be honest, where are these, these standards, lab uh, assay standards of high and low coming from? They're coming from epidemiology. Mm-hmm. Epidemiology is looking at the population at large, and 50% of the population at large is sick. Now, do you want to be, the bottom is sick people, the middle and up is healthy people, but anywhere in there, your doctor goes, you're fine because there's no H or there's no L. Doctors really don't read your labs. They just look for hits, H's and L's. And if they don't see an H and an L, they don't tell you anything. Oh, you're fine. Right? You're exactly right. So the the little flags in those labs, most doctors go right to that column. In fact, sometimes it's all they'll see on some of the new electronic medical records. All they'll see is the abnormal labs. You can screen right to, here's the highs and lows. So remember that really... Once that number is in a higher or low, that's what we consider a disease state. So if you think about labs as this bell curve, and everybody in this you know, part of the bell curve from here to here is normal, and those people are sick out here, well, are the people who are one notch away from the sick people normal? No. So our goal is to get people in an optimal health state. And there's a big difference. I know a lot of your listeners, because they're very savvy, understand this, but there's a very big difference between optimal labs and disease state labs. But the, most of us don't really, you know, the doctors don't look at that. And I'm a physician. I, you know, I, I, I sympathize with it to some degree. But, you, you know, and in that 15 minutes, they have pretty limited time to be able to, to go through every lab with you and tell you if you're in the optimal range or not. But every one of those 15 things on your metabolic panel has an optimal and you need to know that and you need to know what the optimal ranges are because that's what's going to predict your health span, not just your lifespan. Once you're in that disease state, that number's in a red, you're already down that road a bit. Not to, not to say we can't help that, but you, you're already down that road. So one of my frustrations as a physician working, you know, and I have, I have dual hats. I have a, a busy orthopedic practice that is very, very traditional physicians that I work with. And I have a a practice that's much more, you know, our longevity clinic, which is much more geared to trying to help those people who really want to increase lifespan and health span. But we sort of got frustrated that doctors don't have time, energy, maybe desire to learn all this. And one of our thoughts was that we could actually teach the patient, teach you guys how to understand all this. And you can take it back to your doctor if you want and work with them on it. But a lot of it you can take in your on your own, you know, initiative. So you can now look at your labs yourself. You know, people like Carl order their own labs and they look at them themselves. We want to teach you how to do that and, and maybe even do that to a state that, that Carl doesn't even know yet. We'll see. He knows everything. But, um, <laughs> but, but, but you know, that this is going to let you guys what we what we say is sort of become the you know the captain of your own ship and and you will be able to now look at that CBC which is just four numbers to you understand what each of those values are understand what the ones are that mean the biggest that have the biggest impact on your lifespan and health span and understand how to change it so we're super excited because our you know I think the drug companies learned this a while ago learned that that you know 
marketing to doctors wasn't working very well. Let's market direct to consumer. So for better or worse, they started running all their ads, direct to consumer, direct to consumer. And our patients now come in and go, oh, what about this drug? Well, what we want to do is do that except in a healthy manner where you become, you, you, you are direct to consumer teaching you medicine in a sense, teaching you to understand these values in a way that, that your physician doesn't. I like your saying, go from passenger to pilot and managing your own health care. That's really what you're doing here. You're going to teach people how to do things their own doctors don't understand how to do. Now, there's a really important nuance here, too. Everybody's looking for, oh, should I have my telomeres measured? Very, very expensive. Should I do that? But meanwhile, as you pointed out, everybody who gets lab work done, these are the base labs that they're getting run. Everybody yep. has these lab, labs. And so what we have been doing as a community interested in, in healthy aging is we're looking for $100 bills and we're throwing fives, tens, and twenties out. We're like, oh, you know, oh, no, telomeres. But what about all this other stuff? Aren't they data points? Can't we know? Don't we know anything about this? So explain that. I mean, basically what we have is literally decades of information and nobody cares about it because they all want the hundred dollar bills. That's a great analogy, right? That the, these tests are ones every one of you who, who sees a physician gets every single year. They're not big fancy special tests that you read about and that you that you you know they have to ask your doctor and say you know and say I want my telomeres measured or I want some new enzyme measured. These are things that every one of you probably has sitting in your trash pile, um, or if you save your records, records years and years. So these are labs that we have been running for years and years and years and years and years since the beginning of, of really basic medicine, at least you know, since, since the, the traditional allopathic physician was trained. These are labs that we've been looking at, you know, kidney functions and liver functions and, and cell function. Those are the, everything that we look at. So nothing fancy. But what we've learned is that you can now pull out little predictors. And, you know, artificial intelligence has been hugely help, helpful here, right? Because computers can take all this data and they can look at outcomes and they can look at data and they can put it all together. So we, so, so through a lot of this anti-aging research, they've been able to take all these algorithms and now come up with computer programs to say, what of these values that you have sitting in your little hand right now are really very, very predictive of your future health span. And it's stuff that, that, that you wouldn't even think. You know, Carl and I were talking about one of the very top predictors that's in that chemistry panel is something as simple as albumin. And has your doctor ever looked at your albumin and said, In fact, that's good, that's I, I've bad? never even thought, I mean, I know what albumin is. I know that it, it, it's helpful when you want uh, uh, um, CJC-1295 to stay in your body longer. They have a drug yeah. g- a complex attached to it that attaches to albumin. And short yeah. of that, I mean, who cares about albumin? It's not sexy. Yeah. And, and yet, you know what? It's, it's, it's close to the number one of all those things in your chemistry panel. It is right up there as the number one, probably with glucose being a close second, of predictor of your health span. And nobody ever discusses it. Nobody looks at it. And, there's and, mil- so- and literally, there's millions and millions and millions of labs where we have albumin uh-huh. levels at different points in people's lives. And we can see how long they lived, and we can see what diseases they got, and we go, oh, wow, albumin does this when that happens. And nobody's paying attention because they want to come up with the new fancy schmancy test to sell somebody. 
Right. And this is where we have to we have to thank our computer system to be able to figure this out. But just looking at albumin as you age, if any of you have keep your labs, go back and look at your albumin when you were 20 and look at it when you were 50. I will guarantee you that that number has gone is just keeps changing that that albumin level just keeps going to, you know, going, going up and up and up and up. Do, so, do, do, uh, do, do, do the, each of these, mar- down, yeah. can, can I, can I put the slide up where the different names of uh, markers are? Can I put that up there real quick? Yes. Okay. So let me, I'm going to, I'm going to actually uh, have you and I disappear and just have this up so we can talk behind it. So albumin gives you a good snapshot of your liver function, Right. Right. So that's where, you know, albumin comes from. So it's a good snapshot of liver function. Um, so if you look at things up here, each of these, so these are all the different variables and, you know, um, and not in any particular order, right. but these are all variables that are sort of used as very high predictors or very high correlates to disease states. And interestingly, not only disease states, but actually risk of dying, even accidents can be predicted by some of these. Um, so that's super interesting. These have correlated not just to different disease states, you know, in cancers and heart disease, um, it, you know, diabetes, but also to your risk of actually just, you know, getting in a bike accident and dying. So that's super interesting that they've even correlated accident-related deaths to some of these these numbers. Um, and there's a lot of you know, sort of hypothesis around that. But but for each of these numbers there's values that are really good and there's, you know, so there's the, the perfect optimal value. I mean, it's really, there's one number for each of these. It's the perfect optimal value. We're going to accept within a range because none of us are, you know, very few of us are going to get perfect, but we'll accept a range. But for each of these, we know that there's a, a really good number. So, you know, for, for albumin is that, you know, we want to keep that albumin level nice and high. And as we get older, it just drops and drops and drops. How do we get it back up? And we'll give you some techniques to do that. You know, some of it diet techniques, but there's some simple supplements in some people that work extremely well. So if you see that your albumin levels are very, very low, there's some simple supplements. We know there's a lot of genetic factors that play a role here. And now so I got, I got to. I gotta, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I got to ask you a question, right? So there's albumin in eggs. Does eating eggs more frequently up your own albumin? Probably not. Okay. So, you know, because that, that albumin is not going to be incorporated into your liver and, you know, and, and have the same function. It has certainly some benefits still. So there's still some benefits to albumin probably, you know, but probably not going to up your same level. Now, if you ate a ton of eggs and then walked into the lab the next, you know, in the, in the next hour, then your albumin levels might be higher. So these are all numbers that we prefer to do fasting because they are going to be altered by if you just, and, and or exercise. You've talked about this, right? If I run out and exercise and then run straight to the lab, some of these values may be altered too. Like your creatinine levels will be higher if you've just gone out and lifted a whole bunch of weights. So we like to see these done baseline when people have not just run off and done a big exercise, you know, big workout and fasted. And by doing that, you're going to take away any factors of foods you ate or exercise you've done. And when we, when we, when we exercise, our creatinine is always going to increase. We're breaking down muscle. So we get a, a bump in creatinine temporarily. It should go back down pretty rapidly. But if I, if I run a marathon or I go run, you know, 10 miles and then go run to the lab, I'm going to say, wow, this number's off or my glucose is higher or my C-reactive protein, my infl- inflammation markers are higher. Um, so you, you've got to sort of take those variables out. Uh, but the, you know, because they will, they will temporarily elevate. But for a long term, is eating more albumin going to be your answer to getting your albumin levels up? No, because that's more of a function of how your liver is working okay. uh, and how your body's processing. 
And then obviously creatinine is, is cleared by the kidneys. That's why people right. get rhabdomyolysis if they train exactly. too hard for too long. Yeah. Glucose serum we know about. Gl- blood sugar levels are indicative of advanced cellular aging, cellular senescence. Right, but you know one of the interesting things about glucose, Carl, is that you know I and I even in my practice have always sort of said, oh, you know, you 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 know, lower is probably better. Well, in the research, it's very interesting that ideal levels were actually right between eighty and ninety, which is a little higher than I tell my patients. And the reason is that less than eighty, and this would make sense to me if you said less than fifty, but less than eighty, there was a much higher correlation with car accidents, bike accidents, pedestrian accidents. Um, you know, uh, that, may, that makes sense. Hypoglycemia. Yeah, hypoglycemia. But then you would think, like, well, if you know, fifties, right? That makes sense to me. But less than eighty, it correlated very strongly. That once it's dropped down below eighty, you started to see an increase in accidents. So, so even you know, and we, you know, I, I so, so an ideal level is metabolically in a fasted state, somewhere between eighty and ninety, which we always tell people is a little bit high. We always tell people about eighty for a spot glucose is probably starting to suggest you know your your metabolism is not as good. Maybe we're we're erring a little bit wrong on that. So there's some interesting you know stuff here that that we are are finding as these you know as these computer you know systems that this artificial intelligence is able to pull out the, all these labs with people who are you know who have trauma. So it is very cool to be able to to, to go back and look at all this information. I, I've and, always and, been know, so I've always been so proud that my blood sugar runs around 76 to 82. Yeah, and I had somebody. And I had somebody post a study that showed that people with low blood sugar die sooner, and it could, yep. you could have been talking about this. What you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was one of the predictions when it was below eighty. You know, again, these are looking at cause all causes of death. So it was one of the interesting predictors. Um, and so you're right. Probably that seventy-two to eighty-two kind of range is probably the perfect the perfect range to be in. Lymphocyte, yeah. uh, lymphocyte. I'm sorry. C-reactive protein is a big one, right? A lot of women are going. To the doctor, they they have uh, autoimmunity. They have high C-reactive yeah. protein, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of your your listeners are very familiar with C-reactive protein. It's a marker of inflammation. So you know you get inflamed and it's high. Now I'll tell you, your traditional lab will say less than ten is a normal C-reactive protein. So it doesn't really even get flagged, and and you know unless you have a more savvy you know lab that your doctor is using. Well, less than 10 is, if you've got a, a C-reactive protein of 10, you're not doing very well. Huh. You are going to have that number less than one, mm-hmm. right? So those are things people need to look at because their doctor's not going to say, oh, look, your C-reactive protein is three, there's something wrong with you. Well, there is. If your C-reactive protein is three, there's something wrong with you. Well, your doctor didn't tell you that because it wasn't flagged as an abnormal C-reactive protein. But that's starting to show low chronic levels of inflammation, which we know are, are correlated to every disease state, including dementia, including uh, cancers. So, so, so those are things that you're going to have to know on your own if you're going to take control of this health span because your doctor's not going to tell you, wow, your inflammation levels are a little high. Yeah. Uh, lymphocyte, uh, part of the immune system. But, right. but I want to I go back right to uh, the red blood cells. This is interesting. So mean red blood cell volume mm-hmm. and red cell distribution width. Never, I so never even heard of distribution right. width. Yeah, I would ask how many of you has your doctor ever mentioned what your MCV is or your RDW? I think sometimes MCV gets mentioned by the doctor if it's super high because it's correlated with pernicious anemia if it's super high, meaning B12 deficiency. So if your MCV is running very, very high, your doctor may have mentioned it if it was flagged. Okay, so if it's flagged when it's very high. Your doctor may have mentioned it because they would say, oh, we should check a B12 level because that's one of the things you get taught in your freshman year of you know, medical school is that B12 and high MCV, and we all remember that. But 
MCV, which is the size of your red cells, when we're young, our red cells are all pretty uniform in size and they're not that big. So we get older, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. They also get bigger with every disease state in the book. And we'll consider aging a disease because it really is a disease. So you'll see the exact same things happen to the blood in a disease state as you see in an aged state, which correlates to our belief that aging is really a disease process in and of itself that we can slow down if not halt. So as those cells get bigger, as you see that MCV climb, and, and, and you know, I will tell any of you who save your labs, look back from 10 years to now, and you'll see it's a bigger number. That's not a good sign. It's a sign that your cells are getting more stressed. So you need to know what is the right number? How do, you know, are my cells getting bigger? And how do I, how do I change that? RDW is the distribution between the different sizes of the cell. So when we're young, our cells are all a pretty uniform distribution. So the RDW is the, 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 the division between the smallest and the largest, right? It should be a very small number. They should all be very close together in size. If you have some really small red cells and some really big red cells, so then that's not good. That, that number gets higher. That RDW gets higher. Higher RDW is associated with every single disease state, including aging. So you need to know those. those are, in fact, RDW is one of the biggest predictors of your health span. And your doctor, guarantee you, if half you, if you even ask your doctor what it means, they won't know. They won't even know. Right. <laughs> you know, they'll ask, what is the RDW? And they'll go, oh, you know, that's your red cells. You know, and, 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 and yet I'm telling you, it is maybe one of the number one things you should be looking at on this lab test. So you guys have to understand this and you have to know it. If you're going to make a change in your health, you can't any longer rely on your doctor be telling you these things. They don't know it. They don't have the time to talk to you about it. And unless you take control of it, you, there's no way we're going to start changing people's health. So that's, I mean, that's really cool stuff, right? That you've got these very, cool. I get, I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, what the funny thing is we all have lab work from the past 10 years. We can go back and look at some of these you know, things and just, and just make notes happened. and go and see what has happened to them. I'm going to I'm going to drop the uh, overlay for a second so we can see the rest of the list. OK, so uh, alkaline phosphatase, another liver indicator, correct? Yep. So alkaline is interesting in that, you know, yes, it's, it's a liver. Um, it's a liver enzyme. It also comes from lung and from bone. Um, so it independently is a, also a very, very big predictor. Um, and as that number starts to climb, we know that that's also correlated with a lot of disease states. And there's certain, you know, there's certain nutrients and vitamins that have a big play there. You, I, I talked about, for instance, um, non-methylated folate and people who have any kind of methylation defects, will you'll see elevations in alkaline. Again, I'm not talking about alkaline that gets marked as red zone, but there's an ideal number there. When I see that ideal number, you know, starting to edge up, something's going wrong. Either my nutrient status is, is off, there's some low-level inflammation. Alkaline correlates also very well with inflammation. So you will oftentimes see C-reactive protein and alkaline phosphatates both elevate at the same time. But alkaline will sometimes edge up first. That's starting to tell me, and that's why if we can follow people's labs and we can graph them out and we see we start to see subtle changes, we can say something is happening. And we can say something's happening very early, right? And we can stop it before it becomes a disease state. So, you know, so it's it's loosely looking at liver, but more uh, more generally, it's a big inflammatory marker. What about white blood cell count? I mean, we know about white blood cells in relationship to infections when your body is fighting hard against something. What, what about that? So white blood cells are really cool. And when you look at that on your complete blood count that your doctor orders, it's going to have how many neutrophils you have, how many lymphocytes you have, how many monocytes, basophils, eosinophils, 
those are all in that white count, right? And rarely will your doctor look through that whole differential to see if you're at ideal levels. But there's some really cool things there as well. For instance, the neutrophil lymphocyte ratio. As we get older, we get more neutrophils, less lymphocytes. So that ratio gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's not a good thing. That's also correlating with bone marrow dysfunction, probably stem cell dysfunction, right? Remember, this is all we're talking about aging of our stem cells when we're talking about aging. So it's one of when we start seeing that change in the differential, that neutrophil lymphocyte change, that's probably going back down to the stem cell levels. Where, where, where do we get stem cells? You know, I do orthopedics. We get stem cells out of bone marrow. marrow yeah. so changes at the bone marrow level when you start to see that white count, meaning we're starting to see stem cell changes. There's, there's other things like, you know, looking, nobody ever looks at the basophils and monocells and eosinophils. You're, if you have bad allergies, your doctor may go, wow, your eosinophils are high because they, they, they get very high if you're having allergic reactions to things. It's one of your allergic responses. What if you have zero eosinophils? Traditional medicine will tell you that's actually a really good thing. Have no eosinophils means you've got no allergic reactions. Not a good thing. You need a little bit of eosinophils because that tells you your immune system is functioning right. well. And, right? And then there's things like looking at um, the monocyte-lymphocyte ratio. So all these numbers have these very, very perfect ratios. Each one of those differentials is really, really key. It's not just that you have all these cells. They all are marked fine. We want to look at that neutrophil to lymphocyte ratio. We want to look at the monocyte-lymphocyte ratio and the eosinophil to lymphocyte ratio. Those are all really important. Basophils, for instance... When you start to see basophils, and what one of the things we'll do is we'll add together basophils, monocytes, and eosinophils. And when you add those three together, if that number starts to starts to get a little high, we know there's something going on. At a very, very early age, we know, or very, very early stage, we know that there's something going awry with your immune system, that you're starting to get some type of reaction, sometimes inflammatory reaction, maybe early cancer, maybe, you know, early metabolic syndrome. We don't know what it is. That way, that way we have to go back and, and, and work on it. But the, that, that ratio of, of the types of white cells is a really critical factor that we need to look at if we're going to sort of halt aging at a stem cell level. We have to understand what each of those cells mean. They have to be in perfect ratios. And, and you know, again, it's fun stuff. It's fun to be able to look at these things and, and, you know, and trend them and watch them. Any of you engineers out there are going to dig out on you know, graphing all this stuff out and following it over time. Um, you know, and, and now with all our computer stuff, it's easy to do. So, you know, and we encourage our people to do that, right? Let's watch this. We, we will teach you how you put this all together into which of these is the most valuable. If we're going to focus on changing one little thing in you, where is that going to be to add the most bang for your buck? So, and the last one is age. Does that really play in here? Does age matter really? I mean, it, it, it does. so, you know, I think even to our, the best, you know, when we're looking at aging overall, so when we're coming up with this, what is your biologic age, your real age still is playing into that. So your chronological age, you know, even if I have all of these numbers perfect. So if I'm 80, um, even if I have every one of these numbers perfect, which is going to put me into this nice low biologic age, my 80 years of life is still going to trend me up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So same exact numbers in a 50-year-old and an 80-year-old, the biologic age of the 80-year-old will still measure higher. So when we're trying to look at biologic age, your real age does still matter a little bit. You know, we can certainly bring it down 20, 30 years, but probably you're, you know, you're going to do, you're going to have easier time getting to be a 30-year-old if you're 60 than if you're 80. You know, but, but if you're 80 and we can get you to 50, then you're still doing well because ultimately... The, the, the really nice thing about knowing all this stuff and following all this stuff is 
you know, we are learning more and more how to make changes. How to how will we change these stem cells, these zombie stem cells? How can we make how can we make them better? So I think the if you know these trends and you know what you need to sort of keep stable right now, time is your ally as well. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, now that we, we have a picture of these markers, which everybody has this stuff, and your doctor will not know what we're about to talk about here. What we're talking about today, your doctor won't know. Like we said at the beginning of the show, if it's not low, it's not high, they don't even care about it, and they just read that column to see if it's low or high. They're not looking at any of this. They're not looking at ratios. They don't care because they've been taught not to care. They, mm-hmm. They've been taught that if, you're, if you fall into the, what is considered the normal range, which could be so vast, that you're fine. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how you can actually become the pilot instead of the passenger and take control of your own outcome, even though your doctor doesn't know how to. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive. At RenewLifeRx.com. Redcon One is one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the world today. That's because they produce supplements that deliver on their promises. From their flagship pre workout Total War to their innovative whole food MREs and bars. Now you can get the deepest discount ever offered to any audience anywhere. Use code SHR and get 25% off all Redcon One products today. SHR and 25% off. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. Are you still on the fence about Body Protection Complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to DrSeeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC, Body Protection Complex, today. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Growing older. Sadly, for many, it can mean losing your independence and trading your home with a lifetime of memories for a bed in a lonely nursing home. But now there's re- Juvent, the science to resist aging. Each of us has two ages, a physical age and a biological one. We can't slow our physical age, but thanks to our breakthrough and longevity research, you can now take control of your biological age with Rejuvent Life Tabs, powered by Life AKG. Life AKG is critical for powering cellular energy, supporting detoxification, preserving DNA integrity, and lowering sources of oxidative stress. And that can mean more vitality and stamina in the years to come. Backed by over 20 years of research, Rejuvent 
is the science you need to resist aging. Rejuvent Life Tabs. It's about life. It's about health. It's about time. Hey, this is Carl. To learn more and save 10% off, go to GetRejuvent.com. That's Get, R-E-J-U-V-A-N-T.com. Use the code SHR and get 10% off your first order. Check it out. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. You've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the B-Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me, and now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give B-Strong a try, go to bstrong.training forward slash super hyphen human and use code SHR for 10% off. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. We're talking about how you can actually tell how well you're aging. And Obviously, once you understand how to assess how well you're aging, you can take steps to fix it. But you have to know this stuff. Your doctor doesn't know it. So what is, what is being done right now over at the Boulder Longevity is uh, you can actually sign up for a full-day course so that you are empowered with how to interpret your own lab work. This is a really important thing because... Like I said, your doctor can't do this for you. They're not going to be able to do it. They have no interest in doing it. They don't know how to do it. But you need to know how to do it if you are going to be in charge of your own outcome. Nobody wants to die because their doctor didn't know. So it's, it's a really good idea. If you go to the website, humanoptimizationacademy.com, you can learn about the upcoming seminar um, and also other upcoming seminars. These are full-day events. Uh, you go there, uh, and what happens is uh, uh, Boulder Longevity orders your lab work ahead of time. You arrive with your labs. So, A, you will be able to interpret your labs on the spot there, and you'll learn how to keep doing this as you're moving forward. Uh, t- talk about what, how long have you been – this is the first one, right? This is the first one of these? Oh, wait. Go ahead and try to disconnect again and reconnect if you can hear me because you were able to. Okay. I can hear you. Oh, now. there you go. Okay. Now, now can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You can. can you, okay. You can hear me. Okay. Yes. I feel like we're doing one of those old cell phone commercials. Can you hear me now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's get, let's get back. Let's get right back. And I'll, I'm going to erase that out yeah. of the podcast. So. <clears throat> okay. Thanks. So let's talk about this. Um, people can actually show up in Boulder. Right. So yes, let me tell you about the course. So this is the first one we're doing. We, we were we're going to turn this into really a whole academy in a sense. We really want people to kind of come out of 
you know, we're going to start with the very basic labs, the CBC and CMP, the basic labs everybody gets. But then we want people to eventually learn how to, you know, look at their nutrients, look at their hormones. We want you to be able to just take control of everything. So it's almost like getting a little mini medical education by the time you've done the whole series. But we're starting with this first one, um, you know, and, and it's going to be come here, spend the entire day here. We will arrange for you to get your labs done wherever you are. So we have people coming in from all over the country. We will we are contract with different labs. We'll, we'll get that all set up so you guys will know exactly what to do. Go get the labs. You'll have them in your little hot hands when you come here with us. You'll spend the entire day, 8 until 5, where we'll have food and lunch and a reception. Um, in, in Boulder is amazing at that time of year. So beautiful mountain view and hiking and everything else you want to do so you can make a vacation out of it. But you'll spend the entire day with us and we'll go through, you know, just like you're getting a medical education. When I've given lectures, I try and teach the people who come to my lectures the same way I teach doctors. Because I think you guys are just as savvy and want to know this stuff in the same way, sometimes maybe more so. So we will be taking this to a high level. You'll get the research. You'll understand it. You'll get, you know, it's not going to just be here it is. We'll show you the research. We'll show you where this comes from. So you'll get this nice little lecture series, but at the same time, you'll have your labs in front of you. So it'll come, it'll hit a home. And we'll have breakout sessions where you'll get to discuss them with myself and the other providers so that you can really understand it. And then you will also have what can you do to make these changes. So if if you see these values not where you want them, what are some really take-home things? We won't just tell you to eat better. We're going to give you some really you know nice take-home things that you can do. You know, it got me thinking, Carl, when one of your, your ads was playing that, you know, we do all these things for our health and sometimes we don't really know if what they're doing is doing anything, right? We think maybe we feel better. We don't know. Um, one of the really fun things about the, having this understanding of these labs is now I can say, oh, this is off. This is off. I'm going to implement this change and then retest my labs in three months. Did it make a change? If it didn't, then it wasn't the right answer, right? Maybe that supplement wasn't the, a good supplement for me. Maybe it made things worse, not better. So it's also a really nice way to track if your peptides, your hormones. If they're actually working. Yeah. Working, right, you know, um, because everybody's a little bit different. We argue diet all the time, right? Well, maybe that's because the right diet is not always the right diet for the, that person. This allows you to see that. You'll see very big changes in alfos and albumin with the right diet. And so those are really cool things. You can say, you know, wow, when I had this amount of protein, I really was much better or, or this amount of carbs. So, so not only do we, you know, you will understand these, you'll have methods to implement a change, but then you'll be able to do some tracking on your own. You get to follow this stuff. You know, now you can just go, go get labs done and, and have this nice little graph. And, you know, what I do is I, you know, I put, okay, started taking IGF, right. Or whatever. And then I see, I, I measure my labs three months later and I say, wow, that really made this number much better. Um, you, you know, so what's really what funny. Every, everybody out there wants to know about biohacking, but maybe you don't need that hacking. You don't need it. You know, I, I just had this exact conversation this morning with Elisa and we were talking huh? about diet. And so I said to Elisa, you and your siblings came from the same parents and you lived in the same house, but you had completely different lifestyles that left imprints on you, epigenetic imprints that make you different than them. That when you, when you, when you went to a friend's house and had dinner and played with their pet, that changed your microbiota. When you, right. 
you you know she gravitated to eating peanut butter as a kid she loved peanut butter i said that changed you so the things that work for you won't even work for your brother and sister even though you have the same genes because we are we, we are each like snowflakes there's no two snowflakes alike there is no two people on this planet alike i don't care even even twins we know that the outcome of their lives is based on the journey of their lives it's not because of their dna and so this this is this is this is a way for you to to actually do the work to find out what is needed by you for you instead of going oh well this biohacking guy that's you know he's biohack this and biohack that maybe you don't need that biohacking right or maybe that biohack is not the right choice for maybe you maybe it's hurting you right you. yeah you know, maybe you're in you, right? And so, so I mean, exactly right. This is because I think it's one of the frustrating things is that you know that uh, you know I I I I'm placebo effect for me works amazingly well, and you know I can take anything and say I feel better, but not all. In fact, I I I was taking um, a peptide that definitely I felt like you know I was losing weight, I was gaining muscle, I felt really good. But some of my labs went way off. I mean, way off. Obviously, it was not a good choice for me. Right. So, you know, so I think that this is a really cool way that you can actually follow things you do, too. Those of you who love the biohacking piece of this, this is a really cool way to follow that. Um, you know, and, and we, back to that, you know, we're talking about like that, that neutrophil lymphocyte ratio. One of the, you know, that, when that neutrophil lymphocyte ratio gets very, very high, you can't even build muscle. So that goes back to the, this whole, sort of whole stem cell dysfunction. You know, so these tests allow us to look pretty deep dive. I know there's, there's people out there who are doing biohacking who say labs don't matter very much, right? Because it's really how you feel and how you look and muscle composition and all that kind of stuff. And the labs don't really matter. Well, you know, they, they, they do matter because they do allow us to track how things are affecting us before, you know, before we're too far down the road. Um, and so, remember, so remember, I, remember, remember Billy Crystal on Saturday Night Live when he used to do Ricardo Montalban and he used to do, uh, uh, you look marvelous and looking marvelous is more important than feeling marvelous. <laughs> and and that, that was an absurdity that we laughed at because it's so absurd because being healthy is more important than looking good. But we have a whole community out there who say, nah, I'm, I, I look in the mirror, man, I'm shredded, I'm ripped. And then they die six months later. It's like, really? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so I think that, you know, the, the course is going to allow you to come here, spend a day um, with, you know, and unlike other lectures where you're kind of listening, you get to interact on this. You get to have your labs in front of you so that it's going to make sense. We'll have these sessions where you will be able to, you know, as, as you look at your lab and you listen to me talk, you'll be, you know, questions will arise. You'll be able to ask those questions. So, so you get this kind of semi-personal care. We'll have these small breakout sessions where my other providers will be, you know, have groups, all of groups. And, and, and then we'll toss around and people can toss around ideas too. We always learn from our patients as well. You know, sometimes there's things that they throw out that are really helpful to everybody. So we'll have these small breakout sessions. It's going to be really actually, there's, there's been nothing like it in that, that I've seen in, in, you know, in the history of, of medicine. I, I've never heard of anything like this. And I got to be honest with you. Nobody's paying attention to these markers. You're not your doctor and none of the quote unquote brilliant biohackers out there. None of the people who had taken metformin and rapamycin to try to beat, uh, beat aging. Nobody's talking about this stuff here. This is completely unique, which leads me to question something. What if doctors show, I mean, I know this is to teach lay people how to become masters of their own health outcomes. What if a doctor wants to go to this? Would you let him in? 
Sure, I think clinicians, you know, all types of clinicians, you know, naturopathic doctors, you know, MDs, uh, DOs, I, I, I love for them to learn this stuff if, as long as they have interest and, and really want to understand it and know it. Um, I, I don't want the physicians who are coming to be the naysayers and say that, you know, this is this is not the way to practice medicine because, you know, there's there's tons and like I said, everything I present to you, just like when I present when I do lecture series uh, for physicians, everything I present is is research based. Everything we tell you will be research based, and you guys will walk away with the research because you may need to support it to your physician if you want to talk to them about this. So our goal is going to be to to teach you guys and then have you hopefully maybe share it with your physicians. Uh, but I'm happy for clinicians who want to come learn some of this stuff to, to come and, 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 and join us as well. Um, I think that it's, you know, it's going to be a really cool event and, you know, and we'll have really good, healthy food and, and good, healthy fun. And, you know, and if you guys have never been to Boulder, it's this incredible environment, you know, your view from the lecture hall will be up of our flat iron mountains. So it's just a fun place to come and hang out for in the spring anyway. Um, do you do you do you foresee actually doing a certification program for clinicians so that they don't have to go to these which are made for the, uh, me and, and and average people? Do you think that this will evolve into like a certification program? We're probably gonna that isn't kind of in the works is to develop um, a, a type of certification maybe you know for maybe a, um, a more mid level clinical provider to help learn this stuff because we we sort of feel like. Um, especially any physicians who are working with an insurance model, it's gonna, it's a tough thing to implement yeah, because it takes a lot can't of time. Do this. Yeah. Well, you can't do it. But you know, if you look at the mid-level providers, this is a great place for them to understand because they can sit down, kind of working under a physician. But you know, they can sit down. You know, and and I rely on my mid-level providers a lot for that. Where you know they will sit down and really go through this stuff in detail because they spend they'll spend two hours, um, you know, with, with the patients. And so, uh, so I think it's it, we will we are first seeing it become that the you know this is going to be the first in the course series. We will, by the time you finish the whole series, what we call our Human Optimization Academy, kind of you'll complete the whole program and graduate with it. You'll understand how to read your CBC, your CMP, your hormones, your thyroid, your, you know, your nutrient levels. You'll, you'll have a really good understanding of all of that. And I think that's going to empower you to feel like you can really take control of your health. Right now, you know, you, you can't. Without this understanding, I can tell you, even if you're working with like a really good functional medicine doctor, I even don't see them actually taking it to the next step. I see a lot of functional medicine doctors falling into kind of canned treatment protocols now and, you know, and not this individualized care. So you guys have to be able to take the initiative on your own and talk sensibly about it. When you can go to your doctor, even if it's a doctor who, you know, doesn't understand what you're saying, that if you can go to them and say, listen, here's the evidence to support why, support why I need to maybe, you know, look for, further at my cardiac health because look at these numbers, these mean this. It allows you to, to go in with some kind of confidence talking to your physician. I think people get scared talking to their physician um, and they feel like, I don't understand this stuff. Maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. By having this level of understanding, it, it allows you to talk really at a level where you feel confident now taking this primary role any of you who think your doctor is going to really save your life in the long run, probably that's foolish. You're going to have to be the one who does that. Absolutely. So uh, the course is 1995. That includes meals, reception afterwards, and uh, all your labs. All your labs. And keep in mind, these labs. You're going to get these labs done every year for the rest of your life. Wouldn't you like to be able to actually triangulate your health 
better than your doctor. If you use the code SHR, you'll get a 10% discount. Uh, and that's not a small amount. So that, that's really meaningful. And again, this will pay you dividends for the rest of your life. If you're in your 50s, you got at least another 40 years on this planet if you do things right. Maybe 50 years on this planet if you do things right. Understanding this knowledge. And again, you're going to learn the way a doctor learns this, these specific silos of information. Okay, you're not going to have A and P one and two and all that sort of stuff. You're going to go right to the meat and potatoes, not all the foundation work. But you'll be able to converse with your doctor about this. You'll be able to know more about albumin than your doctor. The the, the difference in the blood uh, red blood cell uh, uh, ratios and size than your doctor, and that's worth <laughs> for me knowing that kind of stuff. I love knowledge. Knowing that kind of right. stuff is so valuable to me. So yeah. Valuable. It's huge, and again, to, to uh, I think just in, in in when you look at at all the money you spend on your supplements and, and hormones and peptides and things like that, to understand which are the right ones for you, because this is a really nice. You know, Carl's exactly right. You know, you have epigenetic marks, and you have your genome. We now sort of have downplayed how important the genome is, because now it's the epigenome, and the epigenome is you know how your genes are changed. Well, ultimately, it's the proteins that are expressed by those genes that matter, and these are this is a small snapshot of that. So really is is the only way you can really say, is this something that's right for me? So I think it's going to, in the long run, enable you to now say, oh, these are the supplements I need. These, This is the diet I need. All this stuff is really going to help you get there. All right. We're going to take our last commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the show. Stay tuned. Oh. Thought I was having a problem. <laughs> P3OM uses a patented natural process to upgrade a well-researched probiotic strain that doubles every 20 minutes once inside your body. The patent proves this strain is proteolytic, meaning it digests protein. It's antiviral, antiretroviral. It eliminates pathogens and waste and is maintainable in the human digestive system. What it does better than any other strain is fight the bad guys, bugs like parasites, viruses, and other pathogens in your gut, and it doesn't require refrigeration. If you suffer from bloating, indigestion, or you need extra protection from viruses, a.k.a. bad bacteria, then I'd suggest trying this super single-strain probiotic proven to wipe out the bad bacteria. Go to p3om.com slash shr to get a 10% discount with coupon code shr and free shipping on all products. That's p3, the letter O, M, forward slash shr. 7,451. That's how many people kick the bucket, buy the farm, or cash in their chips every day in the United States. Yep, that means five people are going to meet their maker during this commercial. And no, our commercials are not the cause. Half of those who punch the clock for the final time will do so without life insurance. Call Big Lou at Term Provider before you are number 7452. If you're a 50-year-old male, a tad porky with a touch of diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about 200 bucks a month. With more verified five-star reviews than any other Lou on the radio, Big Lou has saved thousands of people thousands on their term insurance premiums. Stop procrastinating and call Big Lou today at 800-560-0301. 800-560-0301. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He doesn't want to be number 7,450. 
Call 800-560-0301 or BigLou.com. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of. Having started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax, that was at eight years old, and so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full bull out panic attack. The the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually, in the middle of a panic attack, I can take, and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D. R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to power Powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Uh oh, music didn't play. That's okay. We'll go right back into it. We have ghosts in the system today. Was it, is this Friday <laughs> the 13th? No, it's the 6th. Okay. So, I, you know, I'm getting ready to do my taxes. I do my own taxes. I'm not smart either, but I do my own taxes. And uh, I spent an average of $160 a month at Any Lab Test Now last year. I go into any. In fact, the girl Maria knows me. She, she, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've heard you say that. <laughs> I call her up and I say, "Hey, Maria, do you have a test for this? How much is it?" You know, I get my testosterone tested when I'm changing, let's say, protocols. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I uh, recently I've been on this deep dive again about iron. Also, B6 yeah. toxicity. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get my t- TIBC done. I, I get all this stuff. And I, and I, you know, and, and people laugh at me and they're like, look, some people buy shoes. Some people buy, you know, uh, bottles of wine. I like lab work. I like to see what's going on inside my body. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and that's and that's really. I mean, you you understand all this stuff, and it really allows you to then take control of your health, right? And that's what we're trying to allow these, you know, everybody else to do is be able to do that same thing. You're right; you can't order these lab tests, you know, on yourself and then follow them. You'll have to understand how to follow them. I'm not trying to replace doctors. I think there's always going to be a need for doctors, but for your health, that's really not the, where doctors were, were designed, right? They were designed for health. They were designed for disease. And you, you know, you you break your leg or you have a horrible disease, you're going to still need your doctor. But for your health, you guys have to be the one who's sort of that pilot of that of that plane, not your doctor. And if you're relying on your doctor to, to make you healthy, it's it's not going to happen. No, that's why emphasize, Carl. We're, you know, I think sometimes some people you know, think we're putting out these things to sell a bunch of supplements. We're not. We're not trying to sell anything. We're not going to be selling supplements or um, lab tests or anything like that. We're here really to kind of try and educate people because uh, we've been very frustrated in our practice with people, you know, coming in healthy, and then we look at their labs and say, "No, you're really not healthy." And and they've now gone ten years with these very very abnormal labs that could something could be done about something very simple oftentimes but they didn't even know it and so we're really you know our frustration was that we can't reach every person and so we're trying to reach as many as we can the yeah, i mean these these group events which allow us to get a, you know a bunch of brains together a bunch of minds together are so incredibly helpful and i think you guys will find it fun to be around people who think like you uh you know a little bit too and and you know hopefully some people like carl show up and who know a lot too and can can chime in and, you know, with, with all of us. So. Contribute. You know, what you're doing is the whole teach a man to fish thing, right? If you were right. selling, exactly. if, you, if you were doing a, if you created a lab and you said, uh, you know, uh, it costs a thousand dollars, we do your labs and we'll tell you how you're aging. That's one thing. Yeah. Then they'd have to pay that money every year. What you're doing is them teach them how to interpret it themselves. So you're teaching them to yeah. fish instead of giving them a fish. But more importantly, these labs, most of us are getting them done, and the insurance company is covering most of it or all of it. So uh-huh. once you have the knowledge of how to interpret it, going forward is going to be very cheap because you, exactly. your doctor orders these labs right. for you every year anyway. Yeah, you're exactly right. That you can use this stuff you learn and you know, and, and get a lab in six months. Just you know, become a lab geek like Carl and get these labs in six months and see what changes. And it becomes actually really fun to do that. That's why he does gig out on it. It's because it actually becomes very fun when you're actively participating in what you're doing to see if it's making changes. Looking at the labs becomes actually kind of an enjoyable piece. Even sometimes, I mean, there's things on me that that I really are frustrated. I can't get better, but I keep working on it, and it's, it's it becomes really fun to actually follow that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and don't be scared by it because most of these things you're going to find are things that we can reverse. Right. You know. So I, I I had been suffering from iron overload for a very long time, and give, giving well, blood. Well, a million other people, yeah. Yeah, and giving blood every two months wasn't working for me because I'm still eating. You know, everything has friggin' iron in it. And so it's like, unless I starve myself for two months and then give blood, I kept reaccumulating more iron. So I would have two steps, you know, down and one step back up. And so just by right. chance, I went to donate blood one day and they said, you know, we never need a positive blood but we need it really badly right now. Are you willing to do a double red? I'm like, what's a double red? So when the girl explained it to me, we take twice as much red blood cells out. We put your plasma back in, which, by the way, she said I had some of the best plasma she's ever seen. She said it was clear yellow. She yeah. says when it has lots of murky and, and yeah. funk yes. in it, she said, she says, oh, my God, it says she says it looks like apple juice. And she said, you have really good, good plasma. I says, oh, thanks. But they took double the red blood cells out. 
They put plasma back, my plasma back in. They added just enough saline to make up the volume of the uh-huh. red that they took out. So I literally walked out with the same blood volume as I walked in. It was just less concentrated with red blood cells. A, right. a week and a half later, I went to Maria at, at any lab test. Now I says, let's see what's going on with my B6 and, and, and my, uh, oh my God, sure. my iron is all so it's far down now. My B6 went from 69, which is high, to 24 right. in that one session. I'm like, I wow. love this. But, you know, that's yeah. the joy of doing things. And then let me go get my blood work and see if that worked. Because once yeah, you understand it, you don't have to keep getting blood work for that again. You know how to fix yeah. that. You no, move on to something no else. It. Yes. Right. Yes. This yeah, is exciting. And, yeah, I'm sure. I, I know that you guys have the same frustration that I do. You read about a new supplement. You think, my gosh, that sounds really good. I'm going to try it. And, and you don't know. And so these are. this is a great way to follow stuff. And Carl's exactly right that this one day is going to enable you for years and years and years to come to be able to use this information. If there'll be changes, we'll, you know, then we'll do more courses and we'll teach people and, um, and you know, things are going to continue to develop. But right now, this looks pretty promising as a way to be able to follow your health span and, and your sort of biologic aging. And your children. And your wife or, or husband right, everybody. and your mom. And once you endowed with this knowledge, you can teach other people. You can help other people interpret yeah. their labs. You go like, oh, no, you don't want to. That's getting kind of high. You need to stop eating this. They'll be like, right. how do you know that? Well, I, I took a course. I mean, right. this is a more people that understand this, the more people that will be healthy out there. So that's yeah, I'm gonna, you guys will have the references in hand, too. Yeah. Look, this is a fantastic. Uh, I, I am so excited about this. When I heard about this, I was like, oh, my God, this is bigger than biohacking. There's a, there's a group <laughs> right now that claim to be biohackers. None of them are very old. Um, and the reality is that none of them really look like, oh, my God, that's like the bastion of health. They're charging like $30,000 for some advanced biohacking. Biohacking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what a a joke. You pay that person $30,000, he'll die before you. And what did you get? You didn't get anything. And learn to interpret your own blood work. Learn to make the turns left and right that you need to make on your own. You don't have to pay somebody $30,000. You don't. Yeah. So that's it. No, your analogy of teach you to fish is exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to teach you guys what you need to do. So, yeah. Really, I'd love to have you guys come join us. It's going to be a really fun day. Um, good food, good healthy food. Humanoptimizationacademy.com. If you use Carl's SHR, Superhuman Radio SHR, in the little promo spot, you get a nice discount on it. Um, and, and you you know, the people who watch Carl are our perfect clientele because you guys are very savvy and into this and understand so much already. So, you know, which is when I approached Carl, I said, please, Carl, I want to talk about this. He was, he was, he was the perfect person for me to do this because – it's, you, the guys who you guys who watch him are are the perfect people who are going to love this. Yeah, they're intelligent. I, every every yeah. every person that listens to my show could do this job. They could host this show. Okay, look, the weekend is over. Monday, Kathy Smith will be on. Do you remember Kathy Smith? She used to do the exercise tapes. She's coming on the show on Monday. She was supposed to be on this week, but she had problems with her camera. She's coming on this week to talk about women are missing out on a great opportunity to, to achieve fitness and health and performance faster. She's going to teach us that. And we have lots of great shows next week. So hang out with me next week. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you for being here, Dr. Yurth. And we'll see everybody Monday. Yes, we will see you. Hope to see you. Take care. Bye. 